We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. And hey, welcome. I guess this is the inaugural, this is the first podcast of Peas and Carrots. Peas and Carrots. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Kayla. And uh, we're married. We are. At least at the start of this podcast. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, all right. I agree with whatever you're going to say, okay? I agree with whatever you're going to say. Then we'll stay married. All right. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see how this is going to go. All right. So uh, we are uh, – let me just say this. The, the the team at Positive Alternative Radio, they've been pushing us to record a podcast because of who we are, things that we say, things that we believe – Stories that really are true that oh. defy the imagination, and so, <laughs> and we'll talk about some of those. Uh, so let me just kind of introduce you to how the podcast will flow. Uh, we're going to try and cover maybe two or three topics uh, each podcast. Perhaps some will go really deep in some topics, and then we'll always have a segment called Life with B and K, and that's where we will share some of our stories some of our adventures, because strange things roll up on our doorstep, do they not? Okay, you are a magnet for strange. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Well, I, I don't know how I feel being called a magnet for strange, but it's true. But as we tell the stories, I do believe okay. others will agree with that. All right, all right. Let's just start with who are we? I will let Miss Sanders go first. Just well, I am Kayla, and here at PAR, I work in partner services, and I have a team that helps me to provide encouragement and communication to our donors. And from your accent, the listeners would not believe. I'm actually British. Where were you born? I was born in Scunthorpe, England. I lived there until I was ten years old. Have and a then spot of tea. Yes. Do your best English accent for us. I don't really have Come one. Come on, baby. Unless I'm mad. The rumor is if I'm mad. No, I wasn't going to bring that up. I go full on British. Mm. So, um, no, I sound Australian. It's really well, bad. Come on. I, just, we'll ease into that. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll throw some British accent in there at some point. Um, but yes, I lived in England until I was 10, and then we moved to America. My mom remarried. And when I say that my introduction to America was arriving in Arkansas, and I felt like I had been dropped in an episode of the Beverly Hillbillies, sorry, nothing against those of you from Arkansas, it was a very interesting transition, but I've loved it ever since. And this is home. I met Brian in new orleans later and we'll share more about that hey. and we how'd you lose your accent <clears throat> when i moved how here, do you go from hey gov to hey y'all well i blame it on arkansas no not really um we actually went to a school that they still had reading class i don't know if they do this still to this day but Students were to take turns standing in front of the class and reading. Yeah, that's not demoralizing at all if you struggle to read. 
But the teacher loved my accent. So every single day I was called to the front of the class and I had to read for a minimum of 30 minutes. I befriended someone in the class who lived in my neighborhood and I would ride my bike over to her house every evening. And she and I started at A and went all the way to Z in In the the dictionary. And I learned that tomato is tomato. And I learned. See, there it is. I think my mom's moment when she realized that I had become a full on American was the night that instead of saying, Mommy, I'm going to bed, I said, Mom, I'm going to bed. Because bed in America. Bed in America has like three syllables. So that is when my mom realized I've lost my British girl. But Bad. I I was determined not to sound British. I do regret that some, but just make me mad and it'll pop back out. You'll be okay. <laughs> I'm Brian, uh, married to the lovely uh, Miss Kayla. Uh, from my accent, you wouldn't believe I was born in Honolulu, Hawaii. Well, actually, I was born in Oahu. Uh, uh, so uh, in Honolulu. Uh, Tripper Army Base. Uh, my dad was in the Air Force for 20 years, so throw a dart at a map, and we've lived there. Dad's from Louisiana. Mom is from West Virginia. So this is what you get. I mean, I'm part, you know, Louisiana Cajun and part hillbilly. So there you go. So that's who I am. Uh, not great with math. We when I because because we moved so often when, when Dad was in the Air Force, I left one school. They were starting fractions, arrived at another school, and they were finishing fractions. So Mom and Dad had to hire a tutor. Uh, the tutor, it's a true story. You want to know how she taught me fractions? With pie, she made a lemon ice box pie. Well, what could go wrong with that? And she cut it into eight slices. And she said, uh, she said, so if I were to take seven slices of the eight, what would that be? I said, seven eights. She goes, you got it. I mean, if you want to teach me something, use like fried chicken or pie. Again, what could go wrong well, with that? you know, so, or chocolate. I mean, even better. I'm not a fan of chocolate. Oh, come on. But Miss Sanders. Chocolate's like a food group. That's a. <laughs> so, uh, I am the executive vice president of Positive Alternative Radio. Uh, I get to serve this amazing team doing leadership mentoring, uh, helping to guide the mission and vision. Uh, and it's an absolute joy. We live in the mountains of Southwest Virginia. And I said, so this is what I want to say. We live in Virginia. We don't live in West Virginia. So it's Southwest Virginia. So let me let me get that straight. Uh, we live on the side of a mountain. Uh, well, the, well, let me say this: us and our neighbors, not just us. We're not like out there roughing it in a cabin or anything like that. <laughs> we have running water. <laughs> We're running water. Uh, you will hear me call Kayla oftentimes, uh, Miss K. That's her nickname for me. She'll call me B. You'll hear that. Uh, we both went to college down in Louisiana. Uh, I went to seminary. I thought I was going to be the next uh, Charles Stanley, the next R.C. Sproul. <laughs> Wound up in Christian radio, and that's where I met Miss Sanders. The office manager 
at WBSN in New Orleans where we met. She had had a baby. She was out on maternity leave. Well, she didn't have the baby at the radio station. Let's just start there, okay? She had. She went on maternity leave, have a baby. Miss Kayla was her temporary replacement for the summer. True story. I walk in the station coming back from vacation. Didn't even speak to you, did I? No. I thought, who does he think he is? Marches right past the front desk. Not a hello. Not a how are you. And goes back to the back and shuts the door. Yes. I went back to my friend Stan's office and I shut the door. And I said, have you seen that girl up front who's the replacement for the office manager? He said, yes. I said, she is beautiful. I said, if I don't kiss her, I will die. And she was plotting your death. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke. Please know that's a joke. Um, So... But we weren't best friends from the offset. We got along. I kept trying to ask her out, and she kept – she'd flirt – you would flirt with me. Okay, truth. But you wouldn't ever accept any of my invitations to go out. See, my grandma has been a huge influence in my life, and one piece of advice she had given me that summer was don't date your boss. And technically, you were one of my bosses, and grandma always said – you can break up with him, but you can't quit I the job. I even had tickets to go see Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, that was a that was and probably what did you a mistake say that, on my I part. asked her, A, are you seeing anybody? This happened over like two or three weeks. A, are you seeing anybody? No, huh? Okay, I put that in the back of my head. So one day in passing, I said, hey, do you like Harry Connick Jr.? What would you say? I do. I love Harry Connick Jr. Okay, I put that in the back of my head. All right, got that. Good. And so then one day I said, hey, are you going to be in town on this date? And you said? I am. Okay. So about three or four days later, I had all those little pieces of information. I went up to her and I said, hey, I have two tickets to go see Harry Connick Jr. in concert. Would you like to go? And your response was? No. And my friends have still not let me live that day. Okay. So, so okay. Uh, you go back to college and then our office manager comes back. And you've been flirting with me the whole summer. And I've been flirting with you. There was certain chemistry there. Certainly. So I'm going to take one more stab at this. This is a classic B&K story. <laughs> classic. I call her up. It's the Monday after she no longer works for us. She's back at college. I call her dorm room. I got her phone number. I called her dorm Which room. Which I still want to know how you did that. I called the front desk at the dorm. And they just gave you my yes. phone number? Yes. Okay. Well, I said. Security was at its best. I said I was your former employer. Oh, so wow, you pulled out all the stuff. Well, you know, you had to get the phone number. So I called her number. She said, hello. I said, hey, Kayla, this is Brian. And what was your response? Okay, y'all don't judge me. It was Brian who? Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I had been awake since 4 or until 4 a.m., I should say, Um catching up with all my friends we were talking about our summer and half the night i had talked about my summer and time with brian and then he calls (laughs) boom i asked her out and you said yes absolutely and so from the first date until we got engaged was um we started dating in august and we were engaged in december and then we got married the following august yeah so and here we are and here we are nearly 28 years later 
if we make it to August. We will. 28 years. All right, so people, so that's how we came to know each other, how we got married, dated everything else. So what should they know about us? What, what should they know about Miss Kay, who used to have a British accent, no longer has a British accent, what are her favorite shows? What are her favorite? What does Miss Kayla like to watch? Oh, I love. Uh, see, should I admit this? Um, please don't think less of me. I love murder mysteries. Um, I love murder Gilmore. documentaries. I do. I love Gilmore Girls. I've watched that at least three times. Um, I love the Golden Girls reruns. What other shows? Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, I do love Everybody Loves Raymond. That's a great show. Um, that show, seriously, is Brian's family minus a sibling, if you're wondering what life. I mean, am I wrong? Um, what else? So I so think that's enough. My now. favorite shows, West Wing. Oh, gosh, yes. I should have said that one. West Wing. We love uh, – we watch it every winter. We watch it every winter. It's the way we get through the cold winters in Virginia. Watch it every single winter. I like house hunters. I know that's probably sad to admit, but I get angry at the people. Like, you know, you know. well, he grows worms and she colors, you know, coloring books, and we have a budget of a million dollars. I don't understand these people, and I get aggravated. But And then they choose the wrong house. Does anybody else feel like the house they started out in was better than the three that yes. they ended up picking from? Yes, I yes. do, all the time. Uh, I like a good mystery, uh, Law and Order. We've recently discovered a new app called Acorn TV, which is all things British, and so we've been working our way through Law and Order UK with that. Am I dedicated? Like, do I have TV shows that I just? We're not huge TV people. We're more. We like. We just we like to read. Like to read. So books. We'll talk more about books tomorrow, but. Uh, tomorrow like this is like i'm in a radio show y'all excuse me in our next podcast we'll talk about uh books that have formed us that have shaped us that have uh helped impact us but we like books i just finished a book uh uh the man i knew by gene becker uh, who was the chief of staff to george hw bush uh your most you want to talk about your most recent read or i just finished i don't know if any of you read anything by frederick bachman I just finished his book, Anxious People, and it was a very good And he the one that wrote that, A Man Called Ove? Yes, that's another good book. Okay. So, yes, I really like his writing style. Favorite movies? Oh, gosh. Well, my all-time favorite movie is You've Got Mail, and I watch that at least once a year. Okay, and there's – okay, can I name off what I know? Sure. Okay, Pretty Woman. Yes, these are her favorite movies. Notting Hill. Yes, but that's not one I can recommend. Probably Why? shouldn't recommend Pretty Woman either. Well, anybody who's seen it will understand. So okay. we'll leave it there. Okay. So you need to know that Brian and Kayla, that we are followers of Jesus, know that we love him. We also were pretty real. But apparently my TV and movie <laughs> choice has led to my deprivation. <laughs> Or depravity, well, I should well, say. You know, well, it's deprivation of word. Depravity. Um, so I'll admit this. One that we love together that might shock some of you would be th- uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. 
definitely not one we could recommend openly watching and certainly not with small children in the room but one of the funniest movies you'll ever watch let's see other favorite movies of miss kayla um anything disney she loves lion king the lion king beauty uh, and the beast so uh, our song would be beauty and the beast because uh, she's the beauty and i'm the beast stop uh, movies for me tombstone oh i'm your huckleberry godzilla yes and sitting between us as we record there is a what there y'all there's a godzilla looking at me yeah there's a godzilla yes. action figure he's about eight inches tall and so we will always be as we record we'll always be joined by godzilla yay so tombstone star wars yes yes star wars huge star wars even do, our dog would watch star wars it's really creepy but true yeah. he would lay on the couch and watch star wars movies that's, that's, because he wanted to stay in the family uh star wars i do like star trek i'm not as big a trekkie as i am i love star wars i do like star trek movies um harry potter we both like harry potter oh yes those are those are good movies uh so that's that gives you a window into who we are a little bit food yes all of it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that wasn't the question. Oh, sorry. What were we talking about? <laughs> Give me three of your favorite foods. Oh, mercy. A potato. I mean, you can't ruin a potato. Go. French fries, go. mashed Here potatoes, baked potatoes. Potatoes are my friend. Bread. See, and this is why I have a carb addiction. Um, I just love a good, warm yeast roll. Okay, okay we, we're going to digress Okay, potatoes, here. rolls, what else? Oh, sometimes a girl just needs a good burger. Just a good hamburger. Okay. I actually said to B the other day, I really wish I craved salad, but I don't. <laughs> she said, I wish I craved vegetable <laughs> salad. <laughs> and I was, said, I, I was being so serious, and, and he started laughing. When she wants a burger, she doesn't say, let's get a burger. You know what she says? I need cow. That's what she says. She says, I need a piece of cow. So, I'm, I'm going to roll up at the house one day with like a piece of cow. Uh, food, Cooked, some of my favorite hopefully. foods. What would you say? Oh, gracious. You love a good cooked rack of ribs. Y'all, Mission Barbecue just opened in our town. Y'all, and it's <laughs> embarrassing to admit how many times. We're going to have to start using pseudo names to go to Mission Barbecue. <laughs> I'd say rack of ribs. I would say spaghetti and meatballs. Mm-hmm. That's your comfort food. Yes. I would say grilled pork chops with the smothered country green beans on the side yep. that you make with some fresh cornbread. Mm-hmm. And, sliced, and a sliced tomato and a sliced onion, and he's a happy man. I'm a happy man. I'm a happy, happy man. Um, a few pinto beans thrown in oh, for kicks. and Red beans and rice. We lived in New Orleans mm-hmm. for a number of years. We'll get to that. Gumbo. Uh, go- oh. So those are good. So that's a little bit of who we are, uh, a little bit of introduction for you as to who we are. And uh, so each week we're going to do a segment for you called Life with B&K. And now, Life with B&K. Each week we want to tell you a story about things that happen to us. Things that 
happened in our life or something that just happened this week. So, Miss Kayla? Well, one of the number one questions that we get working for the same company, how does that work? And I often get asked, especially by newer team members or newer acquaintances, do you have to answer to him? Does he get to give you orders all day and then you go home and live in the same house? Well, I wouldn't quite word it like that. Yes, technically, I do work for Brian. I work for Eddie and Brian at PAR. And one day, I was in my office, and I'm working on a project, and B comes in and decides that he's going to impart some wisdom. He didn't quite understand the way I was handling this project. And it was just me in the I office that day for some reason. This is the first story we're going to share. But go well, ahead. Go it ahead. just it answers the question on how this works and, you know, how do, how do you manage to spend 10 hours a day working together and then go home and still have marital bliss and still speaking to each other? So Eddie walks in and... As Eddie walks in, I and mean... Eddie's the president of yes, PAR. Yes, sorry, I should explain that. <clears throat> Eddie is technically my boss, and he is the president, as Brian said, he's the president of PAR. And as Eddie walks in, we're in a full-on shouting match. Now, there's something you need to know about Brian and Kayla. We, we get along very well yes. until we don't. And when we're mad with each other, voices will get raised. We're not these quiet no, little... No, we don't nitpick. About once no. every four to six months, we'll just rip the wallpaper we have a off wall, drag out. and then we'll be fine. Well, this was one of those days, and I in had the just... office, y'all, in the <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah, I had felt that that B was just too involved in this project, and it was getting on my nerves. So we're just shouting at each other about how this project should go. And again, in walks Addie. It gets awkwardly quiet and uncomfortable. Eddie asks the question he needs to ask. And without missing a beat, after he had handled the issue he had and was ready to leave, he turned and looked at Brian and said, whatever you did, you're wrong. She's right. Say you're sorry. And turned around and walked out. Wanted to die. So that is just a fun memory for us. But it honestly reminds me that there is a certain amount of deference and there is a certain amount of respect and as B shared he is the EVP and Eddie is the president so it is my joy to work here and I do get to steer the ship on a lot of projects but I'm also reminded that we share a common mission Mm. so at the end of the day that's what we're pursuing we do that together then we go home and have mission barbecue (laughs) and i gotta say it's a joy to work with her uh she's deeply involved in my work life i'm deeply involved in hers i mean she knows i guess just about everything goes on in in my life and and with the conversations and decisions and she makes me a better leader she makes me a better husband Uh, she makes me a better follower of jesus so thank you darling for more about the peas and carrots podcast and to reach out to brian and kayla visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.